And we're back. Yes. Flight Podcast, Episode 6. Yeah. It's good to be back. Great to be back. Always, always. Today's topic, we're just going to hop right up into it. Yeah. Today's topic is community. <sighs> um, We're going to talk about community, what that means, and um, how we as people can make the community matter. What actions can we take to actually have a resolution for some of the issues that we see within the community? So that's kind of what we want to talk about. Um, I know a lot of people talk about all the issues. Oh, it's always this. It's always these street people. It's always gentrification. It's always police in our neighborhoods. It's always robbing and killing and stealing. But nobody really talks about what we can do to ensure these things don't continue to happen. And so that's kind of what we want to talk about. Yeah, we want to talk about what we see in the community, but we also want to talk about ways to um, build a, a better foundation in the community. Um, again, y'all should go get my book, Focus the Wake Up. I kind of talk about community and the importance of community, so you can kind of dig into that and get some more information and some resources on how we can become better as a community. Yeah. Straight like that. Yeah, and, you know, they, they used to say it takes a village to raise a child, which, you know, of course, I really do think that's true. Absolutely. Uh, you know, it, I remember back when I used to get lectured a lot uh, about behaving poorly or something like that. You know, I would get told, oh, you know, if I was this and if I was acting like you, uh, I'd go home and my, my uncle beat my butt and my mama beat my butt and my daddy got home. He beat me. Yeah. You know, but, uh, you know, minus all the beatings, you know. Right, it right, takes, right. Uh, a, a lot of structure and guidance. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, speaking of, you know, what we're talking about today, I, I would like to say maybe it does start in the home. I mean, obviously. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think it's important to know your children. Um, I think that it's uber important in order to, in order to be a, in order goodness in order to be able to that's a mouthful right there in order to be able to properly direct them you need to know them first you need to know what type of child you're dealing with um what that child's uh struggle points is what their strengths are so that you can build on these things um it's important to know your children's friends it's important to know who they hang with because when you let your kids go outside, they're building connections with other people. Yeah. You don't know what type of things are being taught to these other kids that your children are hanging out with. Right. Now, I know when I was growing up, I was hanging out with some people who was teaching me some stuff that I shouldn't have been getting taught when I was in fourth and fifth grade, but I was being taught these things with my community. Yeah. And so, that, again, that's why I say it's important for you to talk to your children and find out what they know and, and, and be open-minded. And when I say be open-minded, don't come at them in a in a harsh kind of manner, you know, you need to know what they know. So you need right. to open those gateways. I think that is really important too because, you know, parents will say, oh, you can talk to me. But I know my parents didn't make it comfortable for me to talk to them. No. I didn't feel like I can talk to them about anything. And so I think that we as people need to be a little bit more approachable so that these kids are more vocal about what's going on. I think that's super important as well. We got to protect these kids, y'all. We really, really do. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, and and also knowing what your kid is like consuming. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Whether it be social media. I mean, I'm I'm not saying control them and all this, but just be aware that they're listening to certain songs. I I was walking by the pool a few days ago. A couple of kids, uh, 
little black boys in the pool or whatever, and I'm walking by just minding my business. And they said hi to me, but he was like, one of them said, hey, sir, how you doing? And I was like, oh, hey, you know, I'm all right. And the other one was like, yo, what up, gang? Right. <laughs> gang? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm cool with sir, you know. But, uh, but yeah, that's the type of stuff, you know, that they're into. Right, and again, that's why I say community plays a big part. Um, whether you believe it or not, whether you believe in villages or not, these people are raising your kids. Your kids go outside, they're hanging with people, they go to school, they're hanging with people. These people are helping to shape the way your child views the world. Mm -hmm. So you would want your community to be filled with people who care about your children. So I think it's important that you build relationship with your neighbors and the kids of your neighbors and, and make sure that, you know, y'all kind of looking out for each other because – it's up to us to guide these kids. Yeah. You know, I, I, my wife and I, we, we like to walk the property. No matter where we live, we're going to walk the property. So we're always outside walking. And when, we, when we're walking, we'll hear kids like you, you know, at the pool. And they'll, hey, how you doing? And they'll speak. And then the next thing, you know, you'll hear MF of this and B word mm -hmm. that and A word this. And, and I'm just yeah. like, yo, like, you a kid. And you right. talking like that. Like, right. That that's that's why I say it's important to to have a village because we'll say something like yo you don't need to be talking like that bro you're not gonna talk like that in front of me because you're a child right. and you're gonna conduct yourself as a child in front of me I don't care if you don't know me it's a respect thing right. now I'm not gonna pretend like I wasn't the kid who said bad words when you know when I went around my parents but I wasn't gonna say it in front of other adults because right. I had a a sense of respect. Right. And I felt like if I said it in front of those adults, those adults were going to go tell my parents. And that's what I mean when I say sense of community. We need to get back to getting to know each other as neighbors, as a community, and, you know, looking out for each other's kids in the sense of right and wrong. Right. You got to know who your children are around. Right. And Period. having a level of discretion, too, for, uh, you know, for the kids, you can't talk about everything in front of the kids. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, that's I see it. people about, like, all the time, like, they they hear everything. Man, they're listening when you when you thinking they're not listening, and uh, you could just man, who was that? Uh, it was a, a teacher on TikTok, and uh, she was just you know talking to her kids before class started, and one of them asked her like, "Hey, so are you a lesbian?" Oh, straight up. I mean, maybe they got it from the internet. Maybe or they what? heard it somewhere. Yeah, but again, like I, I like that you brought this point up because this is a huge deal. Um, back in our day you would get told to get out of ground folks business going to Rome. Oh, yeah. But in this day and age, kids and, and, and parents are best besties. Right. And that's where the line needs to be drawn. I understand that you don't want to be like your parents. I get it. I get it. But you have to draw some kind of line. There has to be some type of structure, some type of boundary. Because when you don't draw those clear lines, um, there's a, a, a lack of respect in a yeah. sense. And, and, and they don't see an issue with how they talk to you or how they portray themselves in front of you or what they hear out of your mouth because they feel like, well, we cool like that. Yeah. I think it's important to create boundaries. You can have fun and, and joke with your kids, but you still need those boundaries. Now, growing up, my, my parents, my dad, he played a little bit. My mama, she didn't play, okay? Mm -hmm. um, she made it very clear, I'm not your little friend. I'm not one of your little friends. Mm -hmm. You're not going to handle me, talk to me like that. I'm a grown woman, and... If I call my mom, if I be like, girl, she'd be like, who are you talking to? And I'd be like, my mom's wrong. Right. <laughs> but she'd be like, I'm still your mama. So, again, she grew, she drew them very clear lines, right? right, right. And so I get it where you don't want to be super strict because my mama was kind of strict. But, again, structure. Um, but if you don't want to be super strict like that, create boundaries of some sort. 
so that your children are not running over you. They're not in grown folks' business. They don't know too much before they should. Because that's how your kids grow up too fast. Right. And that's how they get introduced to things that they shouldn't be introduced to at certain ages. But you need to definitely have a relationship with your child so you can know what they know. Right. And you can make sure that you are properly steering them. Again, strengths and weaknesses, you need to be able to know what those are so that you can make sure that you are doing what you need to do so that they can be the best version of themselves right. when they go out in the world. Yeah, I'm glad you said something like that earlier because I was thinking, you know, even, you know, your parents need a break. You know, everybody goes through life. Right, right. Uh, but having those external sources of uh, external good sources like mentorship programs, or you know, just good, uh, good role models uh, for the kids, so they don't always have to look up to someone who's on TV. Yeah, and that's uh, big. yeah, as far as community goes, you know, that's that's totally up to us. And I wonder if anyone is really angling. I mean, I know there's there's one uh, brother to brother. I think it is. It's in Dallas. Uh, it's just guys, you know, taking kind of like a big brother role to a lot of kids. And that's very constructive, but I mean, it's, it's probably a very small organization. Not a lot of people have heard about it. Right. But just stuff like that, they're going on camping trips and, you know, uh, getting funding and donations for all this. Um, but that's just one organization. It, there should be so much more. Again, it goes back to community. Like, what do what can we do as a community to make sure these kids have a future? Right. Because let's be real, the crime rates are growing up, going up. There's more people being incarcerated. There's more people um committing suicide there's more people robbing people i mean we have to be more active in the community and that's one of the reasons why i want to talk about this let's let's be about it not not only talk about it like how can we create communities uh, like when i say com create communities i mean like how can we create little groups that go out into different communities within a big community and talk about ways to make things better. Talk about meeting up and, you know, having mentorship programs. Maybe we meet once a month with, you know, people within the community and we talk about when we brainstorm on ideas of how to bridge the community and educate the community and support the community. I think that's a good starting point. Yeah. Um, you know, just kind of going around and talking to people. And trying to see, you know, where their mind is as far as community. And if you find some people that are on the same realm as you, they're going the same routes as you, you might want to link up and be like, hey, let's start, you know, just powering ideas. Let's have a pool party and invite all the kids from the apartment complex. And while they're there, you know, let's have like a theme of what we're going to teach them or, or kind of, you know, help influence them to see like, hey, have you ever thought about, uh, gymnastics have you ever thought about uh boxing have you ever thought about you know there's all kinds of little things they could be getting into instead of being out here on these streets man right. that's all I'm, I'm saying and i think it starts with us as a community i don't have children but i love children and and, and one day we're, me and my wife we're gonna have children but right now we don't have any but we're really big on um mentorship and raising kids and making sure they have sta uh, stable homes and and making sure that they um, understand the importance of good work ethic and being respectful and and uh, entrepreneurship. I mean, we don't we don't in school we didn't hear anything outside of doctor, lawyer, teacher, athlete. You know, there's so many other career fields. And if these kids know about these things earlier, they can plan better. If I would have known in middle school that there were all of these other options, hell, even high school, I would have probably taken a different route. Right. Life helped me take that different route after I was already grown, but 
if I would have known that these avenues existed when I was still in grade school, I probably would have, you know, taken a, a slightly different route than what I took. Right. And like you're saying, there's so many more, you know, careers and things of that nature. And, and to, in, in order to achieve that in our community, it's uh, important to, like, break out of the box. Like you yeah. were saying, yeah. you know, the athlete box and the doctor, doctor lawyer, lawyer yeah. box. Yeah, that that's a box that we are just all kind of conditioned to hearing. And it's just like, I didn't find out about Microsoft Excel being such a crazy tool that people just know that one thing makes six figures just from working Microsoft Excel. Yeah. It just takes networking and breaking that breaking that community curse of, oh, I don't, I don't want to F with them and I don't trust nobody Man. and I don't want to fool with too many people and all that. Yeah, I think I, I'm glad you brought that point up because um, I was talking to a friend of mine. This was a while back, and we were talking about you know putting people on and what that's like. And I'm like I said, I'm real big on resources. I love giving people information. I love helping people find avenues to get to where they're trying to go. So I'm not that person that's like, oh, it needs to be known that I put you on. Like, no, this ain't about me. And I think that's one of the things that our community struggles with is trying to make things about us and, right. and looking for accolades and looking for praises when we should just be trying to help one another. Right. As a community, we should be uplifting each other. We should be um, helping each other get opportunities. We should be helping each other network and connect. But we're normally doing the opposite. We're competing. Right. It's it's sad when we compete with each other when there's uh, several other races competing with us. Yeah. We need a sense of community within our own community. We, we're we not each other's enemies, but that's kind of how we play things. We stay kicking each other out. Yeah, kicking each them other out. Man, listen. Yeah. And, and, and that's what we're trying to get past. And I think that creating a sense of community will help alleviate things like that. Yeah. That won't be a problem. When you create a foundation, you design some goals, you say, hey, you know, here's what we struggle with as a community. There's a lot of fighting going on. There's a lot of gang-related stuff going on, X, Y, Z. All right, plan of action. What can we do to uh, help us stop these things? Let's get out here and let's talk to these people. Let's talk about the importance of not dealing with this. Let's talk about the importance of our children. Let's talk about the importance of their children. Because some of these people in gangs, some of these people running gangs, some of these people on the streets, they got kids. You want your kids right. out here doing this stuff? You want your kids dead or in jail? No. So how do we change it? Right, yeah. I get it. You know, you in the streets, you making your money. Cool. Let's figure out a way to turn to turn that from your illegal money to your legal money. Get out of that. Yeah. You, you, I, I get having a hustle and trying to figure out, you know, end make your ends meet. But how do you? What is your what is your five year plan to get out of that? You want to be a hustler looking over your shoulder for the rest of your life? No. How can you turn that into something legal to where? You have a sense of community and you have something to give back to your community. Start a trucking business. Hell, CDLs is a, 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 a need now. They need licensed drivers. Get your CDL. Get your trucking company. Drop these loads. You got dudes that be saying, oh, I make $5,000 a week. Okay, you can go drop a load to Houston and make that in a day or two. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like, but if you don't know that's a thing, you know what I mean? Right. You don't know that's a thing. Right. I got to get out here and hustle because that's the only way I can get it like that. Nah, you can get it legally like that. Right, and not only that, you're talking about get out there and hustle. Let's be real. Let's be real for one second. Who are you getting it from? Who are you who are you selling to? Okay? And this is where the poison starts, okay? Because for some reason, let's say let's talk about red line, right? Mm -hmm. You red line a community, 
And so outside those lines are, let's say, the ghetto, right? What they call the ghetto. Uh, and you can do some research on the ghetto and how that actually started. Um, they boxed us in, right? And then they took some jobs away from that yep. area. Yep. Okay. And so and it, and it stems, right? And this is all the part of the, this is all part of design. It stems out. So where there's no financial, you know, potential to gain, there's financial lack. Okay. Where there's financial lack, there's no resources to learn how to be financially responsible. Yep. So now you got pawn shops in your community. Now you got liquor stores and rent a center. You don't see these. You don't see rent a center in Frisco. Yeah. Yeah. You don't see no pawn shops in Frisco because there yeah. aren't any. Nope. It's, it's on purpose. All on purpose. I mean, even furthermore, we can talk about uh, uh, liquor stores and hair stores and how these people of other ethnicities are coming into our communities, setting up shop and profiting off of us. Yeah. And we're pouring into their pockets. This money could be going back into our own communities so we can expand our communities. Yeah. Let's talk gentrification. I mean, we're talking community. Let's talk gentrification. They come into our communities. They spike the prices. They force us out. They move in people that don't look like us, don't act like us. They adopt our lifestyle. They glorify the lifestyle we once lived, mm-hmm. and now it's trendy. Now it's fashionable. Now it's, oh, let me go get my soul food collard greens at Soul Troll. <laughs> but you go inside, and nobody looks like you. Right. And the greens have um, chicken in it. Raisins. <laughs> Raisins. <laughs> Come on. Now. Oh, sorry. God, <laughs> but no, for real, though, like it's like – and it's a spoonful of a collard greens and it's right. like ten ninety nine for a side. It's crazy. But we allow these things to happen. We don't do anything about it. Yeah. I talk about how we have a voice in our community we don't use. Go to the city council meetings. Yeah. I plan on being active. I'm going to city council meetings in this area, in this district, because I want to know what's going on. I want to know where the money's going. Right. I'm that person who gets emails from the city of Dallas every quarter to talk about the budget and where the money's going because I want to know. Yeah. It's our right to know. We pay taxes. We're tax-paying citizens just like anybody else. Right. If you go into these high-end communities, you go into the suburbs, they go to these community meetings. Oh, yeah. They go to these city council meetings because they want to know where their high dollars are going. They take off work to go to these Hello. Meetings. We don't even show up. So they might build a prison right down the street from your house. You're not showing up to oppose it. Therefore, it's going to take place. Yeah. You got to figure out how to get more involved. You got to figure out how to make sure you're involved, make sure your voice is heard. If nobody is showing up on our behalf, nobody's going to be looking out for us. No. You need to know your community leaders. You need to be <clears throat> more involved in the local elections, more involved, because these are the things that actually affect you. Yeah. And you'll hear people say, oh, I'm not voting. I'm not going to vote. I'm not, I don't vote in a presidential election. Okay, cool. Well, if you ain't going to vote in the presidential election, if at least vote in your local elections because yeah. that affects you even more. Directly. It yeah. directly affects you because that is local. So speaking of, the governor election is coming up in November of this year. Early voting starts in October. Um, voter registration closes in October. Please register to vote. Yeah. Please get out there and, and register. And beyond that, Research the candidates. Absolutely. See what they stand for. Don't take my word for it because I'm going to tell you not to vote for Greg Abbott. But that's my personal opinion. That's right. my opinion. I have my reasons for why I'm not voting for him. Right. But I want you to do your research and figure out who the best candidate is for you. Mm-hmm. But he ain't it for me. So I need something different. Now, if you don't know, he's been the governor for the last, I believe, six years yeah. or something like that. 
Um, I believe he served like uh, two terms or something like that. He's been in for a long time, guys. Yeah. This has been the governor of Texas. This is the governor who passed your open carry, your open carry um, law. That nobody asked for. That nobody asked for. <laughs> and nobody let's asked be real. For. Crime has increased right. since. So let's just be real. Now, I'm not against guns. I believe you should. You have the right to bear arms, but you have the right to bear arms reasonably. Right. You don't need military weapons. You don't need machine guns come on bro what i just feel like there are certain things that need to be restructured and he's not the man for it i mean think about these things you just went through the one of the coldest winters Mm. your governor allowed you to go through one of the coldest winters and have not done anything to ensure that that doesn't happen again didn't he go on vacation around that time he went on vacation. Senator Ted Cruz. Oh, Ted Cruz. Which we will, he will be up for a re-election, I believe, in 2024 or 2023. Vote him out. Ran to Mexico. Lied and said he was dropping his family off, but he was found to have bags yeah. along with him. I want, I want Ted Cruz to come find me. I want Ted Cruz to see all the tweets I make about him because he is not a good, a good person. He's not. That's crazy. These are research, people. Man, these I'm just saying, leaders. research these people. These people are run, running away from the problem. Yeah. There was a child who died during the winter storm who was left in a trailer with his mom in South Texas. He was like seven or eight years old. Wow. You think the, sen- the, the governor or the senator did anything about it? You think that they reached out to the parents? You think that they went to the funeral? Uh, the the shooting that happened in South Texas at the school. Well, you think know. the governor went to any funeral? You had 19 chances. You had 19 chances to go to a funeral, to show support. You did nothing. Come on, man. These are your leaders, though. Y'all got to vote, though. If you don't vote, they don't go anywhere. They continue to make your life hard. I'm pro-choice. I'm pro-choice, so I'm going to vote that way. And And if you feel pro-choice then you need to be taking a look at your governor and what he stands for you need to take a look at your senators and what they stand for you need to take a look at your representatives and what they stand for locally these are the people that represent you yeah if you're looking for more information on how to look at that stuff message me facebook instagram twitter uh tiktok if you got my number text (laughs) me email me we got an email for flight i'll drop it in the comments i'll drop it in the in the little bio email the questions email it I promise you, I'll help you get the resources you need to find the information you need. You yeah. want to know how to register to vote? Listen, these are the types of things we want to do in the community. Set up a table and talk about, hey, you need to you know, vote. Hey, here's what's going on in the world, in the community. Here's what's going on locally. Here's what you need to know about what's going on in your community. These are the types of things that I want to start getting in place. Yeah. I mean, we got to take it out of school, knocking door to door. Like, hey, do you know that they're trying to build a prison up the street from, your, from these apartments? Right. Do you know they're trying to build... Uh, this highway above, you know, to bring in more traffic. Do you do you know these things? Right. Do you know that you have a voice and a say so, and we can vote against these things happening? Man. I'm just saying, people don't know. Back in the day, they went door to door. We got to get back to the basics, man. We got to get out in the community. Yeah, and uh, you know, one big thing that I think you know when it comes to community is, like you said earlier about uh, pawn shops and rent a center. It's it really, you know, at a high level. Uh, it comes down to the basics. Like I said, you know, there are some people out there. I know 
uh, a lady by the name of Lou Jean Guy. She teaches a financial literacy course for free. Mm, and nice. she it, it's crazy because those resources are there. There are people who are actually passionate about helping the community, but those people are the ones that lack support. You yeah. know, they, yeah. they can't get the support. Yeah. And in order to break this thing, you know, of oh yeah, I got this and I got that, but we're really falling behind. And uh, one thing I like to say, well, I don't like to say it, but we are the the top consumers, black people, are the oh, top yeah. consumers in this country, but overall we're the least paid. Exactly. So how are we spending more? We spend less? more than we make. And, yeah. and that's why a lot of us are in debt. Let's just be real. But that goes back to community. We expect the schools to teach us financial oh, literacy. They'll yeah. never do that. Yeah. And that goes back to last the last episode. The American education system was designed that way. Why would I teach you how to be financially literate? That yeah. would make you financially free. Why would I do that? Yeah. I don't get to make money off of you like that. Yeah. So that boils back down to that. We as a community got to teach our kids, got to teach our community credit. We got to teach them debits. We got to teach them about loans, about mortgages. But in order to teach these things, we got to know these things. Yep. And so we've been on our on our research tip and we've been doing our due diligence so that when we have kids, they know what not to do. Right. Do We're the trial right. and error middle child, like J. Cole said. <laughs> Legit. Like, a lot of people don't know how new the crediting system is. The 19 freaking 80s. Yeah. 40 years ago. Right. The credit system is that young. It's only 40 years old. Yeah. 40 years max. And they still talk about it like it's brand new. And they treat it as though credit is such an old concept. And mm-hmm. what I mean by that is you have the older generation saying, oh, y'all can't afford this. Y'all can't afford that. Well, back when you were doing things, there was no credit. There right. was IOU and your word was your bond. Right. And the house was like $30,000. Right. But, you know, go off. <laughs> right. But for real, though, guys, we got to get, we, we, we have to get more involved in community. We have to start creating plans of action we can't just talk about it y'all we got to be about it and that is the goal for 2022 and beyond let's not talk about it let's be about it what are we going to do to make a change i know i'm going to start by voting i'm going to start by educating myself as well as the people around me and creating senses of community yeah i I mean me and dash hey we can start it right here we can start figuring out a plan to go around and start talking to people because that's how you create senses of community. People want to feel protected, for one. Yep. That's how you create a strong foundation. They have to be able to trust you. Yep. So your word has to be your bond. And then you have to be able to deliver. Yeah. You can't just say, oh, you know, we're going to X, Y, Z, and then we never hear from you again. Right. You got to show me something. So I'm, I'm very interested in getting out here in the community and making things happen. And we can start from a local scale, and it can become a regional thing, which eventually becomes a, a, a national thing, a global thing. But we got to start somewhere. Right. We making history, guys. In Absolutely. 2022, right now, you listening to the Flight Podcast, Absolutely. Guys. This, is a, this is a game changer because it's just about, you know, and it doesn't, it doesn't have to be about getting everybody on board. This is hey. something that can start as a small fire and, and turn into something much bigger. Absolutely. Um, I think that as, as long as you look within yourself and see, you know, something that you're just dissatisfied with, if you're tired of making payments on furniture, on cars, Man. on anything, then, okay, just take that emotion and really drag it back to the root. 
Why am I upset? Because, okay, I'm, I should have made a better decision. I could have bought this cash from somewhere, but I wanted something to just look brand new. Why do you want something that looks brand new? You're watching all the Drake videos, and he says, oh, you sleeping on a this and that, so it, whatever. Listen, social media has changed the game for Ruined real. Life. Because a lot of people spend their time comparing themselves to what they see online, not knowing nine times out of ten that shit ain't real. Right. And and I and I think again back to the middle child thing. We grew up in a generation where there was no internet, and then there was. Right. There was no you know cell phone where you could do all these great things on it, and there was. Mm -hmm. And so we know what it's like to not have these things, to not see these things. But we still find ourselves comparing ourselves to the things we see. But at the same time, in the back of our mind, we're like, well, you know, this ain't even real. This could really be very much a facade. But it doesn't change the fact that we feel some type of way about what we see. Right. I mean, we even see these places where they got these little rooms you can go into and it look like you're on a plane. It look like you're in Vegas. It look like, Like you can make it look like you're something you're not. And you can put it online and people will believe it. Right. But that's why I say you got to research for yourself because everything that glitters ain't gold, I promise you. Absolutely. I promise you. A lot of these people that showing you this life ain't living it. So don't stress yourself out trying to keep up with the Joneses. I'm telling you. That's do what you can. Do what you can and figure out the rest as you go. Right. Your goal is to become financially free. And yeah. it starts with financial education, which starts with you Doing something about your financial situation. I know you don't want to rent forever. Right. You want to own something. I know I do. I don't want to pay rent forever. That's I'm not paying rent forever. Yeah, it's just the way advertising is set up. As soon as you pay something off, they're shoving everything back in your face. Absolutely. Buy this. Buy this. It's like, oh, you did such a great job making payments. Here's a little <laughs> bit more money so you can buy some more stuff. Here's some more payments. You can put it's like, um, actually, I'm good. I'm going to actually use this money I was paying you guys with. I'm going to save it now so I can have a little cushion. You know, that's another thing, y'all. We got to get savings accounts and, and emergency funds. You, listen, it's a lot of, we got a lot of work to do in the community, man. Yeah, stop buying. Oh, I'm not going to say stop buying. Think think before you buy the Apple Watch. Think before you buy the new 20, the it, whatever charger, demon, Hellcat. Just think before you buy it. You know, just it, sometimes all you got to do is just take a second. Listen, I'm going to tell you something that Dash told me when I first met him. He told me them liabilities don't matter. He probably don't even remember them. Them liabilities don't matter. It's the ass, the assets is oh, where it's at. Sure. Yeah. And I think that's something that a lot of people don't understand. Them shoes, that car, them clothes, those are liabilities. Yeah. Those will never make you money. No. Sorry. Nothing you do you with those things will make deal. you money. Yeah, yeah, no, that's different. This but what I mean it. is you just going and buying Jordans. You going and buying, you know, Adidas and, and Reebok and right. whatever, you know, Nike. If you're not sponsored by these people, right? they ain't paying you. This ain't making you no money. That's, that's a liability. Yeah. What you need to do is you need to create some assets and then use the money from the assets. You can go buy them liabilities, but you need something to be making you money. Absolutely. And that was one of the greatest things that I needed to hear in 2019. And that jump started me saying, you know what? I need to start telling people this because if I don't know these things, there's other people that don't know these things. Right. If I don't know the importance of these things making money for me, other people don't. Right. 
And so that's how we got here. That's that's how we got into a lot of things. That's how I started realizing I wanted to be financially free and I wanted to be able to go buy and do whatever I wanted to without having to borrow. And if I did borrow, not having some crazy interest rate, you know, mm-hmm. I want to have a zero interest rate or a 1%, not a 27 or 160. You know, they be doing that crazy stuff. So, yeah, you just, it's important to just stay educated and, and, and use your resources when you got them, man. Absolutely. There's plenty of ways to do everything. Uh, just, you know, change your mindset on, uh, you know, it's, it's little, little changes. Like, instead of asking yourself, can I afford this? Ask yourself, uh, what could I do to just buy this outright? Yep. What does it take? If, if it costs a hundred dollars, let's say you make ten dollars an hour, that costs you ten hours worth of your time. Yep, your time that you time. can't get back to buy something that will eventually go away. Yep, is it worth it? You know, to put it on payments, or would you just wait to buy it outright? Just little things. Wait till you actually have it. Yeah, uh, just little things. You know, just that community trans. Uh, you know, transformation. Just the simple things. It doesn't have to be extravagant. Uh, can make a world of difference to start turning a new leaf. Facts. Facts, man. Listen, all we're saying is get involved in your community. Get to know your people. Educate your community. Uh, help each other out. We're our own village, so we got to take care of each other. Um, create community plans, plans of actions, goals. See what you can do. Go door to door. Knock on the doors. Get to know people. Talk about what's going on. Talk about how y'all can make things better in your community. Um, take care of these kids, man. Yeah, that's the most important thing. Start in your house first. Got to. You don't got to just go out here and just try to be Superman or Superwoman and do it all at once. Start in your own house first. Yeah. You know, see how it goes. Yep. And your kids are going to be the example because they're going to leave that house and they're going to talk about what they know. Believe exactly. that. And you're going to want it to be something good. So be the ones teaching your kids. Don't let the streets be the ones teaching your kids, sure. man. Sure. This is the Fly Podcast, man. Yes, it is. We hope y'all enjoy. Y'all make sure y'all like. Subscribe and follow. Yeah. You can catch us on Spotify, um, Google, anything, YouTube, anywhere a podcast can be heard. The Flight Podcast is there. Yeah. This has been Meesy Me Man, and your boy Dallas. For sure. Like, subscribe, and follow. We out. <laughs>